205 cast. The Kings are coming at you live, but you'll hear us on tape delay. Today I have with me Theo and Chris <gasps> and Joe and no one else. Uh, so well, because Anthony's not here, but I'm here. China cabinet and air conditioner. So <gasps> the ongoing adventures. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about adventures. All right. Well, anyway, I'm Andre, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, E3 is over. E3 is over. E3's been over. Mm-hmm. Eh, like a week now. Yeah. I've already forgotten everything. Me too. Well, you can listen to our massively <laughs> jam-packed three-hour episode if you want to remember. It still felt too short. Yeah, like we didn't say some things. <laughs> like when they announced Undertale for... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, to be fair, PlayStation actually threw that away. Also, they just like, stealth announced it yeah, before the conference. Coming on the Vita, they whatever. Gave, they you gave it. That? They gave it the treatment Undertale deserves. Ooh, Ooh. shots fired. We have a Chris whatever. here. <laughs> I know. What's up with that? Yeah, these things happen once in a while. Yeah. I occasionally appear. Yeah, you are the guest star. I am. I am. We can as, make as it sound a little more dignified. He can be podcast member emeritus. <laughs> I think guest star sounds great. Okay. I'm like you, get, a, you get excited when the guest star shows up. Part-timer. I'm like the sixth ranger, okay? The sixth Actually, ranger usually sticks around. Does he? Yeah. If, if you paid attention to our Twitter page, you'd notice that I called you the uh, red, black, and yellow rangers from season two of Power Rangers. <laughs> See, they always they come back once in a while. Jason where? came back for a little bit. Well, uh, we're just going to cut you out of these episodes because you're not supposed to be here. But um, <laughs> eventually you'll show up. and Exactly. We'll have yeah, some of... silhouettes of you and random voice cuts. Yeah. There's been a lot of Power Rangers talk in the past few hours. It really has, actually. What's going on with that? Music, movie. And movie's all right. Yeah, I was shocked. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. Well... <laughs> We're not going to have a spoiler cast for the uh, Power Rangers movie. The good guys win. Like, <laughs> really old now. The Power Come Rangers on. win, yo. Just letting you all know. <laughs> I don't know. I might have expected that the bad guys won that one. Maybe. Set up a sequel. They, they set up a sequel. They did. Rita went to the moon. They could set up a sequel with the good guys winning because Power Rangers. That is true as well. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. So, are you playing anything to this week, Theo? <laughs> I am, actually. I'm playing Dragon Ball Fusions. Chris, are you playing anything this week? Chris is going to start talking about Dragon Ball. Let Theo talk. I am. It's, it's another Dragon Ball game. If you really want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Hold on. I'm... Because the hype, the hype, the hype train went with the hype. Like went off the rails it's and around fucking... the moon mm-hmm. and came back last week. So now that Dre is checked out. Well, I'm fusions. done. So. <laughs> Welcome to 4205 Henshin Zcast, episode 3. Uh, hold on, I'm just taking off the headphones. Uh, let me know when I'm needed again. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you in a few, Dre. So, Dragon Ball Fusions is like Project Cross Zone, uh-huh. the Dragon Ball game. Wow. It is. Because, I mean, Dragon Ball is already pretty dumb, and I love Dragon Ball, but. This game is so dumb, but <laughs> you that, that's exactly what you want. It's You remember how you were younger as a kid watching Dragon Ball, and they're like, ah, yo, who. These two characters fused together would be this and that, blah, blah, blah. This game is just that. Ah. These two kids wish for one of the greatest martial arts tournaments ever, and it brings everybody to this world, and everybody knows how to fuse. <laughs> Apparently. Doesn't it, matter your level. Everybody power. should know how to fuse. Everybody should know how. Uh, so, is it the I, kid Avatar from Dragon Ball Fusions? I, I mean, not Dragon Ball Fusions, uh, Dragon uh, Ball Online. Heroes. 
I don't know. Okay. But you can make your own character. Oh, at, okay. th- at this point, I'm just kind of ready to check out myself and just let this side of the table <laughs> do all the work, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, you go to, like, this special universe and everybody know how to fuse. And as Joe said, everybody should know how to fuse. So much so that you learn a five-way fusion. What? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> but how... What? Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Whatever. Sure. The, the meat of the game sure. is, it's a turn-based RPG. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where it's a hodgepodge of basically, you know how you play marbles with like you in a circle. Yes. You play marbles. It's marbles, uh, rock paper scissors. God. And uh, I guess like Pokemon. This sounds terrible. It's. Not exactly. It, it works. Not exactly it's good. <laughs> it's a Dragon Ball game. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. You you kind of really play it for the characters and the dialogue and stuff like that. And the, and the absurd sheer absurdity the, of it. That's it. All right. But the the combat isn't terrible. It's a lot of position based. Like basically, you start in the circle. Why I liken it to Marvels is because you can attack a character, hit it out of the circle, hit it. In the enemies, or hit it into your group where it could do more damage. And okay, more I take it back. This doesn't sound stupid enough. <laughs> it gets really stupid. Okay, <laughs> tell me how it gets more stupid. Um, hmm. I mentioned a five-way fusion. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The whole Genyu Force fuses together. That's actually pretty cool. I'm actually really happy with that. I'm not mad at that. Uh, and they are Sentai team, so pretty much. And they're your bros at one point until Frieza comes up and like, yo, destroy them. And they're like, shit, gotta listen to Frieza. Sorry, man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's just a great Dragon Ball game. Okay. It, it's not amazing, but it's it's pretty fun. I'm, I, I definitely, I, I remember seeing it and thinking, what the fuck? I totally checked out on it because when it came out, Pokemon came out around the same time. So I was yeah. like, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna be that good. But it was on sale on the eShop not too long ago. And I was like, you Is know what? Is it still what? on sale? Or? I believe so. Like, Fifteen dollars, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'll just. Shit, I might pick it up then. Actually, yeah. if it's fifteen bucks, okay. I put it in the chat. I didn't realize it. Oh yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know. Um. I occasionally pay. It that. looks so ugly. It's really ugly. It's ugly. It's, it's chibi work. The chibi characters. Yeah. It's, it's, well, beyond have, that, I mean, like the fusions themselves look really like butt. It, yeah. It's it's a 3ds Dragon Ball game with chibi <laughs> characters. <laughs> I'm really. The thing I'm kind of like uh, like the most about it is um, I really like the knowledge that goes into the game. So the knowledge, <laughs> Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball knowledge. Pick one. <laughs> so uh, there's these quizzes that you could do once a day to get like um, special oh, like move sets and stuff like that. Dragon Ball trivia. Dragon, Dragon Ball trivia. Yes. That's kind of neat. And I expected it to be like, how much Dragon Balls do you need to grant to, to do a wish or whatever? I'm like, oh, whatever. It's legit, it's legit trivia. Some shit had to look up. It was like, oh, what was uh, Planet Vegeta called before they called the Planet Vegeta? And I was like, oh. Salada. <laughs> no. No. Planet, Planet Plant. Plant? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it Salada? No. Maybe wait, Universe 6. Yes, yeah. you are. Okay. <laughs> and they actually asked that question, too. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's it's some deep... This is the game for Dragon Ball fans. Okay. That's all, that's all that it is. If it's still on sale, I may pick it up, actually. It's, that it's, sounds kind of exciting. It's okay. The, the there's there's got to be better stuff to play than Dragon Ball <laughs> Fusions right now. Oh, I don't know. I'm currently without a PS4 at the moment. So it's, so it's not a, much for me to play right now. It's a pleasant surprise. It's one of the funnest games I've played this year. <laughs> this year. I don't know. Marbles, Rock, Paper, Scissors... And Pokemon. And Pokemon. I'm guessing the Pokemon part is the part you like. 
No. Let me guess. The 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 characters fused together and they like mix their moves into one yep. move. Okay, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. And their move sets are really stupid. All right. It's pretty good. Um, also playing uh, Cave Story Plus for the plus Switch. what? There's Cave Story Plus. It's like plus what? The Isaac Plus. That's not how math works. Mm-hmm. You need to add something to that. I'm playing Cave Story Plus. Dragon Ball Fusions. Yes. Okay. <laughs> talking about Cave Story. I'm not gonna talk about Cave Story. If you huh? if you so listen you bring to this up? podcast, I'm playing it. Okay. If you listen to this podcast, you know Cave Story. It's probably the the father of indie games. Okay. Yeah. Why did you decide to play Cave Story? Uh, ah, yeah. it was just re-released for the Switch. It's, oh. it's now competing with Resident Evil Four. All right. Well, you know how to. You certainly know how to replay your. Uh, re-release games on all your new consoles. <laughs> it's like, oh, I get to play this game I played a hundred times on a new console. I actually never played Cave Story. Oh, well, i never beaten Cave Story before. Okay, but yeah, you played, played it. on the 3DS. Liar. Hmm? Liar. I never beat it. You liar. I never beat Cave Story. You said you never played it, you liar. Oh, okay, I corrected myself. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, it's, it's a Metroidvania. Okay. With less hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Comment. Back up. They call Ori and the Blind Forest the Metroidvania. Which That's is false. weird. I don't, I don't understand why That's they did false. that. false. Is it like that then? No. Oh, not yeah. as much exploration. It's more... Puzzle platforming? Yeah. Yeah, it's not a Metroidvania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gain power-ups and beat bosses and shit. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's more Platformers of do Man. that too. Huh? Platformers do that too. Yes, they do. It's more of the Mega Man variant than, you know, Metroid. But they don't have a... Mega Manvania. Yet? Yet. Do that shit. <laughs> they do, actually. What? 20XD? Mega Man ZX. I guess. It's open world. I guess that kind of counts. Uh, kind of sort of does, actually. Yeah. That's all I'm playing this week. Okay. Dre, I'm back. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, let me put the headphones back. Back to Dragon Ball. <laughs> uh, so, Chris... <laughs> What what are you playing this week? I am playing Dragon Ball Z, Extreme Butsuden for the DS. All right, uh, see you guys in another five minutes. <laughs> Which was actually a fighting game. Uh, I think originally developed. Not, I don't know if it's developed by our system necessarily, but I, I think they had something to do with the development. I don't think they outright developed it. So this is the this is the DS game. I play, I, play, I think I played this demo. Yeah. This was based off of the uh, the Super Nintendo fighting game. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like the Super Nintendo fighting games, but really nice detailed sprites. Yeah. Sort of mixed with uh, it's it's kind of like a combination of those games mixed with the original Budokai games. Yeah. I remember not liking this. I enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. dumb. It's fun though. I mean, like I. The problem is, it's a lot of. Uh, okay, so like to do a combo, for example, you know, mm-hmm. you just rush in, you you press square a bunch of times, and you press Y at certain points to go into. Well, which is it? Y or square? Huh? Which is it? Y or square? Y. Y. No. X and X and X and Y. Yeah. So you're like pressing X a few times, and you press Y. Usually, you'll either launch the person into the air, and you do a follow-up attack. But that seems to be the way that the new game is going to play as well. Yeah, it has so like a pursuit, like, a pursuit you know, button and I, yeah. stuff like that. Pursuit and like, you know. But it looks more, the new one looks more refined. Yeah, and it's also Arc System works, so it's probably like equivalent to the dust button. Yeah. That yeah. Has. Yeah, no, from, from, but it seems familiar enough though. Like when they were describing the, the control motif, I'm like, that sounds a lot like Extreme Button. So mm-hmm. I went playing, because I got really, really hype. 
when I saw that game. Mm-hmm. Like, much like the rest of the internet and yeah. everybody else. It's just like, holy fuck. If there's one uh, complaint I have about the Dragon Ball Fighters, it's that when I, after I look at it, it just it's too busy. There's always busy. there's always something happening. That's like complaining that Marvel's too busy. I don't understand. No, it's but that's it's, what you it's, want. There's, a, it, there's, it, there's a lot happening in Marvel, but there's yeah. a lot happening, and there's a lot of screen real estate being taken up in Dragon Ball Fighter C. Uh, somewhat, but I don't yeah. know. The character designs pop out enough that you can see what's happening. So well, I'm talking them. about when there's giant beams of light flashing on like two thirds of the screen. Mm-hmm. That happens in Marvel. <laughs> What are you talking about? Not like it did in Dragon Yes, it does. Yeah, okay. Keep <laughs> going about keep going about Extreme Boots. Anyway, Extreme Boots and then really good stuff. Uh, it's 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 a simple fighter, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm just I just I am playing getting on the hype train for Dragon Ball Fighter Z, because I mean They keep saying that game is like twenty percent done and I don't believe it. It I looks, can't. It looks, it looks only, way too positive. There's only six characters. They're lying. <laughs> Seven now. Yeah, yeah Trunks just got announced, but Surprising nobody. Yeah, exactly. Here's my fucking shock face. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait for the character reveals for this. Like, how expected? Yeah, it's like, guys, I don't know why. Like, you know who's going to be in this fucking game. Who's it's the Dan- Krillin. Who's Tien. the Dan in this game? Yamcha Corpse. Yamcha. <laughs> he just said, Yamcha right, right on time. Put with the corpse pose and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm playing a little bit of that and a little bit of um, Hyper DBZ. Oh. On the computer, wow. that, that so much Dragon Ball, so much different Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. My brain, man. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I've gotten like this is like a Dragon Ball frenzy going on in yeah. my house. Like I got caught up to Super. I'm yeah. rewatching the series now. It's <sighs> oh, sounds beautiful. Yeah. Dre's over here thinking about the glory days of Ranma. <laughs> <laughs> There were no glory days of Ranma here. I <laughs> and I love Ranma, but... <laughs> yeah, you don't shit on Ranma. I never shit on Ranma. I love Ranma, okay. dude. But, uh, yeah, so that's 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 pretty much the, the game I've been playing a little bit. I'm done, Dre. You can come back. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, Joe's gonna say We're going to go to Joe because I know Joe's not playing the Dragon Ball game. I know Joe's playing Final Fantasy, so Joe, what are you playing? Dragons were a big part of Heaven's Ward. <laughs> <laughs> So, I want to paint a picture for you. Um, so, I had just bought, you know, the expansion. And it's launch day, and I'm working. And, you know, you have the new expansion for your favorite massive multiplayer game drops. And you're going to get home. So, I get home after a long day at work and a doctor's appointment. I'm like, ah, I'm going to sit down and play it. So, I sat down at my computer and loaded Tekken 7. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I just, for some reason, I'm like, okay, Stormblood's here. I'm going to play Tekken. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So I played Tekken 7, right? The first thing I did, even, didn't even uh, log into Final <laughs> Fantasy for a few hours. Why? I had a... Well, first off, I knew the servers were going to be fucking ass. Yes, they are. So <laughs> I, just, I just need to play a fighting game. Mm-hmm. I honestly did. Um, so I went into, uh, I decided that I was being too hesitant with Tekken 7, and I had, my thought process was such that I'm like, okay, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go into this 
accepting and embracing the first rule of being good at fighting games. You suck. You were trash. You were trash. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. wrecked, scrum. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just completely abandoned the notion that I am good at fighting games because I'm mm-hmm. not really good at fighting games anymore, especially not Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> so I did what I normally do in fighting games, loaded it up, went right into training mode <laughs> immediately. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I want to teach myself how to play this game. And I picked uh, picked Asuka. Because, I don't know. It appealed to me. Even mm-hmm. though Bob looks like the cross between me and one of my friends who constantly wears Hawaiian shirts all the time. <laughs> and is also wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. We thought I would have picked, you know, because... Anyway. I remember tra- trying to teach you Tekken 5, you gravitated towards Asuka. Yeah. So, I'm not entirely shocked by that. Don't know why I just, you know, gravitated towards she her. She in 5, right? Yeah. Okay. And she's the spiritual successor to June. Yes. So, I uh, just started to learn a few strings, familiarize myself with the moves and the movement, and I'm like, okay, all right, I'm kind of feeling this a little bit, you mm-hmm. know? I'm just doing some eight hits, nine hits. Three tri- ring circus. Three ring circus. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a pertinent move with yeah. her, man. <laughs> just trying to get, like, a feel for the highs and lows, the setups, the, you know, and eventually I said, you know what, I'm just going to take this online. I'm not ready to go. I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't even I played have, story mode yet. <laughs> I, have not, I have not even touched story mode. I have like one bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's bold, man. Yeah. That's very bold of you. So I just jumped on and I'm like, okay, you know, because there's got to be a lot of people who are also trash playing this game. It's true. This is been, this, Especially on the PC. Yeah. It's been a long time since the new Tekken games come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Tekken Tag 2 was a, was a while back. Tekken Tag 2 was a while back. And this te- te- even Tekken 7 is like two years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just got the, it just got the console and the mm-hmm. and the PC release, but it's been in arcades overseas what? for, for a long time now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the second so I So I jumped in online, and please say I won my first match. Yes. Won my first... Got, got, my, got my bread and butters out a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fighting some dude who didn't know how to play. That's fine. But it's okay, because I didn't know how to play either. You don't know what you're doing. It's okay. Yeah, we're all on legal footing. But I had fighting game fundamentals on my side. Exactly. Fundamentals. They carry over, man. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're going to super and wake up and we'll block that shit. <laughs> oh, you're going to keep spamming this move. I'm going to dodge it. I'm going to throw you. She's a counter, too, so that's always nice. Yeah. But I just, I just, I just deviated into, you know, like, press jab, tick throw. Mm-hmm. You know, throw on wake up. Just keep throwing, 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 throwing. Conditioning! Yep. Poking! Oh, yep. Fundamentals! That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> then I lost the run back and he quit after that. <laughs> <laughs> so I started messing around with other characters like Akuma. <laughs> Who's in this game? And feels natural to it. it. You know, it feels weird having a jump in in attacking yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> does like really absurd damage on commas. I'm like... Oh, okay. He does, like, amazing damage. Like, ha- twice the damage I was doing is Asuka, and all I was doing was playing Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, jump in, low attack, special move, Shoryuken. I'm doing Akuma, guys. <laughs> I Wacky. know how to do this. Light Tatsu into Shoryuken. Light Tatsu into Shoryuken. It's... Mm-hmm. Bre- Akuma it's the, bread and butter. It's the easiest it's ever been <laughs> in a Tekken game. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's... Amazing it. how well they translated Akuma into yeah. this game. If he has, like, I don't understand fireballs in 3D Fighter. Still, I mean, they're not really good po- long range long range pokes because you just like whoop, mm-hmm. just move to the side. Mm-hmm. 
I'm still getting over my, you know, jumping habits. I keep jumping. I gotta stop jumping. Mm. I don't know what jumping is for. Jumping Street Fighter. Mm. Yeah. I know, but it's still it's, it's Tekken. Te- jumps feel weird in Tekken, but he has like jumping. That's weird. That is really weird. Akuma really feels like Akuma. Mm. It's his command normals are the same commands they are in Street Fighter. Every yeah. move is familiar. It's like they just took they just took Akuma out of Street Fighter Four and put him. He has a focus attack. <laughs> He's got an unblockable focus attack. Oh, why not? Yeah. It translated it in very too? well. Yeah, oh, it God. does. Though <laughs> on full charge. Oh. Yeah. It takes a while though. This game is really nice. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. Holy it, cow. It moves fluidly. It sounds great. It feels like the Tekken greatest hits. Yeah. This is uh this is the like this this the this is the new fighting game. I heard right. about yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's on the PC version, sadly, but you can um, arrange the soundtracks to put any Tekken music you want from any previous Tekken I'm pretty game. Sure on you the can do that. I think that's just part of the game. Yeah, is, is, uh, is I thought that was yeah. I heard that was consoles. So, so well, so far all I've done is online and practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, please. you know how I get with fighting games in practice mode. I live uh, in the lab, Joseph. I'm painfully aware. <laughs> I live in the fucking laboratory, mm. and that's where I have my most fun. I mean, just I. I jumped in for more online matches mm-hmm. uh, earlier today. Uh, I am like what seven two. That's a good luck. Yeah. Uh, granted, I only played like two people. Still. Yeah. I like. I know what I'm. I know what I'm doing now. A mm-hmm. little bit. I know a little more than I did Scratching before. Scratching the surface. My every friend. every time I go in, every time I go back, I learn a little more, and I'm having a, I'm having a good time. It's been I'm a while. I'm excited to see you pick up a Mishima and start doing electric wind god fists one day. <laughs> I don't know we'll about I don't know about that. I do think I just want to keep a, I just think I just want to keep the the movement simple because I really don't want to do like them ten string shit. Yeah, not, only, not that. It's as important as you think. So. It's more the Tekken has some really weird commands. The electrics feels so good though, man. There's nothing more satisfying over here. Doria. I'll give it a try. Beautiful. Of course, I'll give it a try. You know, I'm gonna try. I it. know you. I know. Yeah. Mishima's are, and they're always top tier. Always. Don't <laughs> Mishima's ever are think always. Otherwise. I have no idea about the tier list of this game. Mishima's are almost always top tier. I just, yeah. I, I oh, just yeah. decided I needed to just dive into this head first mm-hmm. and with no preconceptions about my ability to play fighting games. Just toss that, toss that out the window mm-hmm. and just go in raw. Because mm-hmm. I realize other people are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I've got fundamentals on that. Best time to do it in the beginning <laughs> of a fighting game yep. when it first comes yeah. out, man. That's why I wanted to jump on this right away. No, smart. What are you like playing it. on? Uh, a pad or I'm playing on my Horrify pad. Okay. I think I might want to stick. I so I have a tournament edition PS3 stick that can only really work for the PS3. Yeah. But there's a board I've been looking at where you can universally put it between. I, I had one of those. The, the last time I, the last time I installed one, it kind of messed with my uh, computer a little bit. I, I had some weird booting issues. Okay. I was actually going to like look into it like professionally because I yeah. I want to I love that stick, but I'm not using my PS3 anymore. Right. I think I just rather just. Buy, buy, buy a new stick that's compatible with my PC at a PS4 or something. Oh, okay. That's how yeah. they get you. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I just want to buy that board. And but here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the thing. If I, if, I, if I buy that and it's compatible with my PC, it's compatible with my PC forever. That's true. So. And you don't have any other system to really worry about. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Like if, if the PS3 control, if, if the PS3 stick I had was compatible PS3 with that, compatible with my PC without like an add-on board or anything... I'd still be using it. Mm-hmm. 
I, yeah, I wouldn't need a new you stick. Can, you can mess around. With, you can mess around with some X input shit, but it's it's too wonky. Yeah, uh, I tried it and I was like, uh, this. There's got to be some delays and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Nope. Then I played Disconnect Simulator 2017 for. <laughs> oh, Stormblood. Yeah. Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pass that to Dre. All right, so. I guess uh, I'll be talking about this game where you can play as a red mage or a samurai or a black mage or a white mage. Yep, Bravely Default. Bravely Default. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Final Fantasy V. No, no, I, was, I decided that I'm, I was done not having beaten Bravely Default because mm-hmm. I just kind of got the itch of wanting to oh, play Bravely really, Default really too. you playing Bravely yeah. Default. <laughs> so I, I said, I really setup. feel like playing Bravely Second, so... I'm gonna finish Bravely Default. You got to the the, the chapter, right? I'm Previously. on chapter seven, and I had about maybe three more fights in chapter seven okay. to go, and I just tapped out. Okay, all right. I, I was just trapped in the figure four, and I tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time. It's time to go back and reverse the pressure. So yeah, now now Flipped I've reversed the pressure. Flip it over. <laughs> you can never escape wrestling. Woo! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I put a, a a decent amount of time into Stormblood. Because I was not disconnecting all the time. Hmm, lucky you. Uh, I couldn't do some of the main story quests because there was just so much traffic and potential uh, DDoS attacks mm-hmm. and stuff. But couldn't do a lot of the main story quests for a while. And every time I would be on, I would just be doing some fates, which are just uh, random pop-up missions. Until I would hear people say, I got in, I got in. And then I would just stop and just run over and get in. So I, <laughs> Skip I, the queue? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that wine shit. My, that my favorite was holding the spot for me. <laughs> <laughs> people on the... Luckily, you know, our server didn't actually generate large lines. Mm. Everybody was just, this is not going to work. Yeah. This line thing is not going to work <laughs> because there's a whole bunch of people Meanwhile, who are crowding the around. server... The Japanese server, you know, <laughs> those British know how to queue. They had the lines, but us, us, no, nope. we're just gonna stand. Right, can't even <laughs> click on the NPC because everybody's standing around. Can't click on everybody else but the NPC. That's <laughs> when I learned that the zero key on the numpad will target the nearest NPC, and if you press it a second time, it will interact with them. Okay. So, Hot tip. Yep. Now that it's too late, <laughs> it's easy to get through that stuff. <laughs> So I'm about to hit level 69. Uh, Shit. 70 is the max. 70 is the max. Shout out to Josh. So, yes, (laughs) shout out to Josh. It's... I I made a bad choice to start. You know, I said, you know what? In the last expansion, they didn't really like the place of of, uh, Black Mage. I already had my Scholar, which is a healing class, to 70, which also gives me summon, I mean 60, which also gives me summoner at 60. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to level as a scholar. That way I can also carry a DPS job with me to 70 at the same time. Yeah. Uh, then we'll have two heals for when we're ready to do uh, the raids and stuff, because Joe plays Astrologian, which is also the greatest class known to man, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that would be Samurai. <laughs> so after after about seven levels of playing, I was like, man, I can't kill anything. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm playing a healing class. So as I can't like, expect that. I'm okay. like, that's, all right. Yeah, that's but the- that's not how healing classes have worked in this game. But yeah. I was like, okay, all right, fine. I'll switch to summoner 
and kill things as summoner. I was doing less damage as summoner. Oh. I was doing less damage as summoner than I was. Okay. All right. Let me let me let me let me dispel some things for you here a little bit just uh for a second. The um, there may have may or may not have been a damage parsing test in the last couple of days. Summoner was number two. Okay, well, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm I'm not at seventy. So when when where is this damage parsing test done? Well, I'm not saying you know you're gonna do that much damage, but to say that summoner is doing no damage is probably it was doing less damage than your scholar than my scholar. I don't know how it's like at seventy when you have gear, but what, where I was did, and what did, I was did doing. A, did you have a comparable weapan Yeah, no, the same okay. level weapon between the yeah. two. It's mm-hmm. Broil does five thousand damage crits. And Ruin 3, which you should not be casting all the time because it costs infinite MP, <laughs> does about 4,000 crit. Oh. So, no, I'm not imagining. Maybe at 70 it's different. Maybe, I guess. But it's not well, going on. Also, it was so bad that when I, when I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my Black Mage into a random level 60 thing. So I just hop on my Black Mage, do a fate, and I'm hitting Fire 4 for more damage at 60 that I am critting Broil at, at at 68. So they buffed Black Mage for this expansion, but yeah. you didn't like it for the previous expa- expansion. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit better. I don't know if it's completely, utterly better. They did nerf some of its damage, but for the most part, it it went through the tunnel, and it came out a little bit ahead. <laughs> healer healer damage got destroyed, destroyed across, across the, the board. board. All classes. All healing classes. White yeah. Mage can still kind of hang in there, but... Because they have holy and well, arrow three. Not only that, but like, what's the, the the ability that removes the cat the, the, the MP cost of abilities? Thin air. Yeah, thin air. Arrow three is a non is a non capped AOE. Non capped AOE dot. Holy still does stunning, which is amazing. Mm. So, so they just cast all that sh- all that shit for free and just they can hang. Yeah, they're, they're fairly compar- comparable to where they were before, mm-hmm. but Astrologian and Scholar got destroyed. Scholar got significantly knocked down. White Mage Utility is useless or non-existent. It's kind of a bummer because this is like one of the MMOs that you can actually play by yourself. You can still do it. Yeah, I mean, I have pretty much done it. Okay, it just it just doesn't feel good. It's not as fun. No, no when I was here. leveling Scholar before, it was pretty fun to level yeah. Scholar. You know, it's not as fun. He's not the only. He's not the only one with that complaint. That is pretty much the universal concern among healing classes right now. Is like this is just not fun to play at the moment. If you're not healing full time, I about to say, yeah. how is the healing now? Is it actually way better than before? It, it's harder. <laughs> Maybe it's, it's because really we're under hard. gear, but like. Tanks also got hit. So they're taking more damage. They're taking a lot of damage. Yeah. And I I went into a dungeon for the first time on a healer in this game, and I had to chain heal, which is unheard of previously. Mm-hmm. Where I would The tank would get into a fight, would Focus. lose about a fourth of its health immediately, uh-huh. and if I didn't start healing, it would be dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would just spend the entire fight doing nothing but healing, which means I couldn't even take a global cooldown to put a bio... On an enemy to assist in killing these enemies so that the things can die faster, so I don't have to heal as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I run out of MP in almost every pull. Damn. Because the things take so long to die, and the tanks take so much damage. Samurai in every group. <laughs> so, we'll see what it's like later after uh, uh, a few patches. You get to seventy, I and would there's really a, prefer them to tweak some things like. 
make make the uh, make the process a little bit more engaging because they took away a lot of buttons for um, for healer damage. Mm -hmm. So now it's just you know, cast a dot, cast your primary attack, and just snore. You are a heal bot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you it was the, a little. It was the HP vending before machine. it was fun. It was like you know, weaving in like like you know, this this dot was uh, running out. I'd have to cast this dot. I mean, Astro, Astrologian is probably the least engaging of all of them, mm. honestly, because it was just dot 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 spell 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 anyway. Mm. But now it was just dot spell, and I didn't play really Scholar past fifty, mm. but I know what they're. Okay. I know I know they're played, they, they, because Scholar is tied to Summoner. Mm -hmm from the same base class, they used a lot of the same abilities. Yeah. So they nerfed AoE across the board for this game, for this expansion. So everything they did to Summoner kind of affected Scholar as well. Yeah. And they don't really have to do that. So it left me scratching my head a little bit because, like, White Mage can still do it. White Mage can still do it. Um, Astro, all they really lost was two dots and gained a... Gain something to use their useless cards for. By the way, they didn't change any of the cards for this. Yeah, and that really upset me because th some of those some of those cards needed some serious changes. Mm. And I'm not even talking about balance, like the balance card, which increased that, which increases damage by twenty mm. percent. Like I'm not even talking about that. There's a bunch of useless garbage stuff that still didn't, didn't they didn't touch. So I felt like they made a lot of unnecessary changes and didn't make any necessary ones. But, but hey, you know. Well, I'm struggling to stay connected. So <laughs> Next week we'll have Anthony here, uh, so hopefully, after some some time, we can have a little bit of an episode for specifically for Stormblood, and maybe just Final Fantasy 14 in a whole. Because, like I said before, we did the whole retrospective, and the only game we didn't talk about was 14. And then a month later, we were all playing. It. I think we've made up for it in the time. <laughs> Yes, I'm but you know, we need to have it in, in one comprehensive episode where we can put with the rest of the playlist. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll fit in nicely. That should be the longest one. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it, it could deserve its own spoiler cast. Oh, yeah. Provided that people would get through the storyline. Because I was just playing before you guys showed up, and I was in Spoiler City. And mm -hmm. I walked in, I saw something unfamiliar, I'm like, nope. <laughs> nope, nope, Back nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty sure Anthony's happy. He's playing the busted class. Yeah. Until they get nice. unbusted. It's yeah. nice when that happens. You yeah. gotta enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> you just enjoy the power. Pretty much all lasts. DPS classes are happy. The only thing they're not happy with are Q times. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> because nobody wants to play their tank and nobody wants to play their healer. Why would you do that? That just. Why would you make the. Like the important classes, less desirable to play. Yeah. You had nothing but new DPS. Take away all the utility from the other two archetypes. Yeah. Come on, guys. Maybe that was the plan. I, that's why I came home and played Tekken. <laughs> that's honestly, because I saw those patch notes. No, that's that's kind of stupid. Especially, I'm not saying it's smart. That's, that's really dumb. Like you want to incentivize people to play these classes. It's like you know, it'd be great if someone said, "Man, you know, I really want to be the healer." Like, who the fuck has ever said that ever? This guy. Says it. This guy. Yeah, I know. Well, on that's, the side the, well, of the that's because you understand that it's important to to play an MMO. I think a lot of people mm -hmm. wants to be a healer. Yeah. People want to be a tank. Yeah. Nah, son. Everyone wants to be a hero. <laughs> everyone wants to go. Tanks. Healers are the heroes. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they don't understand that it's the real. 
mm. heroes. They will. They, they understand that. Everyone wants to dip us and melt faces. <laughs> dip us. <laughs> dip us. Momokers. Some fat deeps. <laughs> deep, son. <laughs> dip us in your momokers. <laughs> momokers. Oh, my God. All righty. All right. So, yeah, Stormblood, is, it was a little rocky Shaky. coming out of the gate. Yeah. But at this point, it's pretty stable. Okay. The, it still has a, a random queue time of maybe 10 people to get through before you can log into the game. I'm still having some lag latency issues. So, Yeah, did you reset your modem like like I said, too? Yes, I did. Okay. Flush my DNS, too? Because I've, I've pretty much been able to stay connected. Yeah? I haven't... Re- and considering my terrible internet... Have you been getting this thing where you're seeing people who walk and then stop and then walk and then stop and then walk and then stop? That's what I've been getting. You mean like how people normally move in? No, I mean it's like <laughs> lag. Yes, like they're <laughs> like they're staying still and they're moving again, and they're stopping and they're moving. It. It's uh, it's. I just, just see you warping all over the place whenever I play with you. Okay, <laughs> so. it's a feature. Not yeah. a <laughs> if only it could be a feature. The the magical warping palette. Thanks, Sacramento. <laughs> all right, and so we talked about a lot of really bad things. To start it off, <laughs> and I don't really know if I want to continue, but I guess you know I'll I'll do it for the people. Uh, so do it for the. Oh, viewers. shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty! There he goes. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and, and bring up some news after the break. All right, so you know our boys at Ubisoft had their awesome E3 showing with mm-hmm. some of the world's worst music known to man. That's what made it the best. <laughs> we'll sure. agree to disagree on that. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so, I feel it is appropriate that I update that Vivendi's hostile takeover of Ubisoft is on halt because they did so well. Is coming. Shit. Oh boy. Still. By year's end. By year's Which year's? <laughs> Eight years from now. <laughs> Current year. <laughs> so if you're listening to this in the year 2019, <laughs> it's still the current year. The <laughs> Is this the year going to happen? I hope not. I mean, I, I, Vendi, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Ubisoft, but man, I'm even a less of a fan of Vivendi. <laughs> I remember us talking about this last year. Yeah, and we've been following the story for a while since yeah. probably the beginning. Yeah, like and like I'm talking like our first couple episodes, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's no further along from then as it is now. Hilarious. Or maybe it's the furthest. Well, it's technically the furthest. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it was further back then. Nobody really knows, but the, it keeps the going on. takeover of Ubisoft definitely, probably, maybe coming soon. Next fiscal year. Next fiscal year. <laughs> Arnold Domini. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they've gotten uh, 25% uh, of the shares. That's closer to 50. So they're, they they're trying. Need, they don't really need 50. I mean, they I just need I mean, more than... Yeah, they need more than what Ubisoft uh, management controls. What do you think they have? I don't know. We don't know how the corporate yeah. structure works. I mean, so, if, they so. have, if they have 51%. If they have 51%, there's nothing anybody can do. <laughs> And that's what they need to do. Yeah. They need to start buying some shit. Right. Guys, just sell them, sell them back to us. We need them right now more than you need them. So who knows how this is going to pan out. I mean, it's probably going to end up in Vivendi taking over Ubisoft because that looks more and more likely. Yeah, it probably won't be a big shakeup anyway. 
Well, I mean, Ubisoft still has a lot of important IP. Yeah, Far Cry, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. To me, that though, to me that doesn't really matter so much. Mm. But I understand that some people, you know, they look forward to Far Cry. They some people may even still look forward to Assassin's Creed. Yeah. They got this. I get the feeling they're banking on Beyond Good and Evil Two doing a. Really well. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I have a feeling that this Assassin's Creed will do very well for them. Well, we'll see. I mean, Blizzard was able to get uh, out of uh, underneath of Vivendi's thumbnail because their game sold so well mm-hmm. that they were able to buy themselves out of that. And then right into Activision? Well, I think Vivendi owned that. and uh, It was Blizzard Activision. Mm. Right. I don't think uh, Activision is... is uh, uh, well, like a 50-50 type of thing? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how it works out with uh, with that company. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really up to on my stock law or my <laughs> or my corporate law or my corporate interest law or anything like that. So I'm not really sure. I mean, I know it's enough to have uh, Destiny yeah. be on the on the Battle.net servers. Yeah, I'm still calling it that. No, still it's wrong. It that. The Blizzard, Blizzard app. app. The Blizzard app. Anyway, Battle.net. Yeah. The Blizzard program. <laughs> Blizzard Battle.net. <laughs> Battle <Sorry. right>. executable. <laughs> so we don't know what what's going on with that, but we'll keep following it because we have been following it. This is this, this is this is our uh, this is our pet news story. Yeah, you know, we've sort of adopted this. So every, every time, time it shows up, every time something comes up, it's like Generalissimo Francisco Franco is still dead. <laughs> <laughs> Abe Vigoda, still alive. Still alive. <laughs> Not anymore. Come Not on. anymore. <laughs> Who knows? Is that website still up? Yeah. Okay. Abe Vigoda is still dead. <laughs> uh, IO Interactive, now fully free of uh, Square. Yay. Square has given them back, Hitman. They're fully independent and they have their IP back. It's like a perfect win-win scenario. Yep. It was... It's kind of nice. It was nice. extremely nice for a corporate entity as big as Square to hold the rights of something and basically just give it only the Japanese just give it back <laughs> I mean that's how Nintendo bought the Seattle Mariners dude <laughs> I thought they bought it with money well I'm saying like they bought it and they had no intentions of like keeping it they just they understood that their their HQ was in Seattle mm. they wanted their Nintendo of America was based in Seattle they wanted to do something nice for the city they were like oh, okay we'll we'll buy the team and keep it here I still, we don't really want to deal with it, but sure. I still find it hard to believe that a company just wholly gave up <laughs> IP. Yeah, what are the circumstances beyond the uh, the acquisition, the reacquisition of their Hitman? Good life? question, because all we got out of it was a tweet. Wow. Hmm. Man, when tweets are news, guys, we live in hard times. Tweets are hard tweets times, have, baby. Tweets have been news for a long we time. Live in, we live in trying. To, tweets are not news. <laughs> They have been. Tweets are not news. They have been, though. They are, they are unverified, <laughs> unverifiable bits of information. Yet not they news. Still, they, are, they have still been... That we're <laughs> speaking about in our news segment. Taken take <laughs> as gospel, sure. <laughs> Tweets are not news, people. Twitter right. is not a they news. They can lead website. to the discovery of news. So, yes. <laughs> we need the soapbox on the validity of Twitter and its news right now. Yeah. Uh... Because we tweet, so we'd like people to yeah, we shouldn't really not discount on a our Twitter that we uh, use. <coughs> follow <our> Twitter, <laughs> despite what was just said. Follow it. Absolutely. All right, so Twitter's bad. See, it's not news. <laughs> okay, good, good clarification. <laughs> there we go. Except when we post on it, because that's we're posting news. When we're posting it, Twitter is great. <laughs> 
Okay, good. Glad we uh we, we clarified that. <laughs> Buy my book. Buy, Buy my, my book. book. You guys want to talk about this Arc Revolution Cup 2017? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we do want to talk about it. Yeah. We, we want to talk about Arc System Works middle finger to Capcom. Holy shit, man! Like I just <laughs> hold on, when I saw that announcement. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So before we before we get into extra details, it's a tournament or a tournament series. Not quite sure yet. Yeah, they haven't officially said it because there's very little news about it. Yeah, it was sent by a tweet. It's <laughs> no, this is this is on SureYouCan.com. <laughs> so okay, okay. SureYouCan.com is you know somewhat legitimate. That, that's news for fighting somewhat. games. <laughs> well, so it's going to include uh, the newest Guilty Gear Exard Revelator Two. Because you know we have we have to have ridiculous names, Japan. and considering ri- ridiculous names, you have Blaze Blue Central Fiction because I don't know which version that is. <laughs> I'm just assuming it's the latest one. I mean, it's not any worse or be- or better than Chrono Phantasma. I think it's kind of better actually. Is it a yeah, visual it, novel? It, <laughs> God damn it! Well, Blaze Blue kind of is a visual novel. It is. The story mode goes on forever. <laughs> Uh, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which has a somewhat normal name in America, but P4A? it does not in Japan. Really? P4A? It is, it's an Arc System or a right, game, right. so why not? <laughs> and Under Night Birth, In Birth, EXE, Late, st- Fake. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as Uniel. Uniel. No. I don't mind. Absolutely real. <laughs> oh, yeah, also. Tekken 7, King of Fighters 14, Pokken, and more. Oh, more? As in other not Arc System Work games. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's the, that's the important news right there. Whoa. I didn't hear Street Fighter 5. You did not. Why? Or <laughs> Marvel's Capcom Infinite, for that matter. Whoa. This is going to be happening at the, at the time after Marvel Infinite will have been released. Mm-hmm. Assuming they stick to the schedule. Yeah. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan, chums. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's kind of a thing. I really, I really want, down, I really man. wish they gave us the dates on this. Well, there's there's a date for one of the initial. Uh, so is it October 21st? October twenty first is okay. the only real piece of information that we have. What we don't know the purse. Uh, we don't we don't know how much how much money is involved in mm-hmm. it. We don't know the uh, well, the other games cool. outside of it. We don't know the format. Yeah. We don't know if there's any sort of ranking system. If it's going to be a, a tournament series. If it's a one off event. Hanjo, what date would you make this? I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that. Mm. I'm saying is it running concurrently with anything Capcom is doing? Yeah. I would. I just. That's kind of a thing. If if it's a tournament series, that's a little crazy. Yeah. That's a little, like little a fighting crazy. a fighting game tournament without Street Fighter in it is significant in itself. Mm. But like Dre said, if there's no money involved, no one's gonna care. This is a non-story. True. It need, it need, this needs to have good price support in there. This needs to have a reasonable turnout. Yeah. Not enough people play Guilty Gear in the States for it to be a major thing here. I think people are starting to wake up on Guilty Gear. They are, but it's always it's been a slow climb since pretty much Guilty Gear X. Yeah. I the, mean, the, like, the, the best thing that ever happened. To, the best thing that ever happened to Guilty Gear was Street Fighter Five. Oh, yeah, I agree, because <laughs> a lot of people yeah. are just not happy with it that they're turning elsewhere yeah. at this point. Well, Street Fighter Four was enough for some ungodly reason. I can't figure it out. <laughs> Neither. But, uh, <laughs> but what's interesting about this to me is 
I mean, this comes, you know, right at like five seconds after they announced this 3v3 Dragon Ball game. Hmm. Well, it's not going to have any... No, they haven't said it yet. No. Okay, but... If I'm it's sure they'll show series, some footage of it there. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. If they're going to use it to promote it, and it's going to... That, that'll is, draw some people. And, and if this is a tournament series... You bet your ass that this is going to be important next year. I'll keep my eyes peeled for this. As of right now, there's really not much to it. There yeah. needs to be more gas behind it before I really start throwing any support behind this because I'd like to see it succeed. I'm just saying, Arc Systems yeah. is making a lot of the right choices. Yeah. Like with like with the Dragon Ball game, that's the the right license, the right format, right at time a time then. at the right time when people are kind of looking at Marvel Infinite and not everyone's too thrilled. And everyone's looking at this Dragon Ball game and losing their goddamn minds. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Everybody who's played it... They say it's solid. ...have said that it plays correctly. Yeah. I haven't heard one pro who's played it said, I don't like the way it plays. No, there's, yeah, there's, been a, there's been a lot of accusations about shilling going on there because... In, fa- in fairness, you know, they are pro players, but that is their gravy train. Hmm. Yeah. You know? They got, they got some support from Capcom because they are, you know... FGC mainstays and Capcom is throwing a lot of support behind them and they're throwing some support behind Capcom because you know they got one of their boys in there mm. in Combo Fiend Peter Rosas yeah so you know I gotta I gotta assume there's at least a little bit of quid pro quo going on here it's like well, you know somewhat. you I scratch my back I'll scratch yours I would also I would also assume yeah, that that's that's probably part of it yeah. but the FGC's uh, not quite that wise in the past in my opinion so I don't necessarily yeah. know if I agree with that entirely no. I mean, like I, mean, I, I get where you're coming from. I get it. It's either they're shilling or they know something we don't know. Well, they, and then, they and are that, playing, that's the case. We need to know what that is. They are playing the E3 version of the game was a later version than the demo that was released on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So they're playing a slightly different version of the game than we got to play, and they're also not forced to play in a storyline mode. They're, they're actually getting to matches. play versus matches. So they have more information, which is what they get for being at E3. Yeah, and also because if everyone's going to like give them the proper feedback as to what the game should be, it's probably going to be the people who are going to be playing professionally. Well, I mean, look, Max Maximilian said that he liked it, and he was not one of those people who was saying Street Fighter V is great. <laughs> he said that he didn't like it. A lot of the things that they did in Street Fighter V from the beginning. Yeah, he had his initial problems that. He had playing the beta carried over into the main game. Right. Well, Yipe said he liked it. Of course, so. Yipe said he liked it. <laughs> okay, yeah. so there's some people that we could trust, yeah. and some people that we might not be able to I trust. I don't know if Michael Mendoza is one of those people, because <laughs> Michael Mendoza is going to throw his weight behind Marvel no matter what. <laughs> uh, but I'll tell you something: if he played more, if he played Marvel, if he watched it at E3 and he didn't think it was hype. I'm pretty sure, sure he, he would be the let you first know. person to let us know. Yeah, no, yeah. I would say like, yeah, I gotta say, I think he would have let us know. Well, but like, you know, you say that, and I also say, you know, who who knows the truth for sure? But you know, you make it sound like it's a conspiracy, man. I'm not say, I'm not <laughs> saying it's full blown conspiracy, <laughs> but you know, Marvel is that man's gravy train. So I don't know. <laughs> Only time will tell. It needs some touching <laughs> up. It needs it needs a little change in production value. If you ask me, right. this arc system works thing. Seems like it's uh, head, heading, keeping the FGC in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Let's see how let's see how uh, people follow. I think Capcom needs a, a more a bigger kick in the ass, and I think this can well, more competition, something. more money. Yeah, 
it inspires. I don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I agree. Capcom is in their mid '90s WWF phase. Yeah, that's the moment. Like they're they're kind of like stewing apart. Here comes the new world Dragon Ball Fighter Z order. (laughs) Yeah. Kick them in the ass. I you know I kind of hope so because then Mm -hmm. we'll see more creative output from them, and I'm all about that. Oh, we'll see. Capcom? Capcom? Yeah, you think absolutely. so? Yeah. I, I don't do. think they have the money to be creative right now. <laughs> <laughs> agree with Theo a lot right now. Well, you know what? Theo. Not great. having money is something that forces creativity. Yeah, yeah. true. So, that's how, we got, that's how we got a lot of those old good NES games. Yep. Mm. Not a lot of Nobody money, but had money, but they had creativity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pretty much any game designer back in the 80s. Hmm. Alright, so speaking of game designers back in the day, Sega announced that they are going to just give away some games for free on your phone. Still too much. <laughs> uh, it's free on the phone. Too supported much. by ad revenue, which you can make your ads go away for paying them $2. For each phone or for the app itself? I'm Question not, mark. For, sorry. For Unclear. Each oh. Unlock this dash pad. God, please watch <laughs> this video. But uh, they are introducing it with the original Sonic the Hedgehog, mm. Fantasy Star 2, Comic Zone, and Kid Chameleon. Do you want to play Comic Zone on your phone? No. And the exactly. absolute Maybe. worst piece of steaming Genesis garbage, Altered Beast. Rise from your grave. That game is terrible. <laughs> it's not very good. It didn't age well. <laughs> it didn't no. age well the day it came out. <laughs> Here we go. It's like, in order to play the game, you needed to not miss three power-ups. <laughs> True. Uh, I'll be honest. There's not really a lineup that makes me want to jump out and put Sega games on my phone. Uh, I mean, the original I really Sonic the Hedgehog on my is phone. kind of a... Sonic 1's okay. Just Sonic 2 is just way better. Sonic 1, nah. Again, do you want to play that on your phone? How do you even do that? Uh, they they probably they have a virtual keyboard. Yeah, and they I mean, a virtual controller. Up, uh, uh, controllers to it. Okay, well, whatever. So, I guess if you want to do that. And between the eternal war of Fantasy Star and Shining Force, I'm a Shining Force guy, so. They might catch you with that? The, I would have put Shining Force on my phone. Okay. But I'm not putting Fantasy Star on my phone. At least, if it was Fantasy Star 4, I'd consider it. You know, the Fan- good one? Fantasy Star 2 isn't the good one, right? I, I thought 3 was the one. No, 4 I, I'm really, the I'm really one. not a Fantasy Star dude, but. Well, there. <sighs> They're good game. It's a good series, mm. but no, I know. But one is the one you put. Four, on. four, four is, is the, the one. one. That is the one. Okay. Yeah, that's the one with the time travel and the well, not really the time travel, but the generations. Stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah. Four is uh, four is fantastic. Okay. I might uh, I might put a uh, endless chemical plant zone Sonic game on my phone. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sonic One. I think Sonic One has better music than Sonic Two. Overall. Mm, yeah. Overall. I know. Mm. So, I mean, Sonic 1 soundtrack is pretty good. Mm. Starlight Zone is a great, great song. And, you know, Green Hill Zone is iconic like, as fuck. Obviously. Most to Emerald? Hmm? Emerald. Emerald yeah, Hills. Emerald Hills, okay. yeah. The Green Hill Zone, is a, that's a super iconic song. Chemical Plant Zone is the best song in any Sonic game, period. Oh, yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not arguing mm-hmm. here, man. Nobody argue, will argue that. No one will argue that. Or I can't. I mean... The stage after it is better. Oh, <laughs> the stage, sure. Not the music. Yeah. So, I'm talking about the music. <laughs> anyway, it's a great stage too. Actually, on top of that. So is this li- this list not making any of you guys run out to no to download? Yeah, no, it's not the games. Huh? 
Uh, Streets of Rage is on there. I'd probably think about it, maybe. But I have that on my And I, I don't think it's exclusive to just the Genesis, correct? I think later on they'll add other... Yeah, they'll be able to add in more stuff. I'd like to see, like, Dragon and... Force from Saturn be on the phone. That'd be kind of neat. Mm-hmm. That game's awesome. Or, uh... The game, not the band. The band's awesome, too, <laughs> but... Oh. The band's pretty fucking rad, too, but, you know... Gunstar Heroes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> eh. Kind of over it at this point. All okay. right. <laughs> right. I love that game, but... You could play a better version with actual, you know... Controls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, to finish it up, a bit of an interesting story. Uh, we had a Reddit user who's named Spray and Play. Mm. Basically, write a, a, a Reddit post which already tells you this is something you should pay attention to because it's on Reddit. And not Twitter. And not Twitter. Okay. <laughs> and. Reddit is different. Reddit takes the news that was posted somewhere else and consolidates it all into one place. Mm-hmm. So it's already like, news by the time it reaches Reddit. That's true. Not like, like not like Twitter. Like, like the Twitter. news from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then he makes a post and tells the designers of a game, which is Rising Storm 2 Vietnam, which is a PC shooter. Hey, there's this tree in this game and I really don't like it. <laughs> okay. Can you please remove it? And then the developers said, yeah, we'll do that. And and patch notes. In the patch notes, they said, because of this user's request, we've removed this tree. And that we agree with him. I would love to see that Reddit thread. (laughs) (laughs) That thread must have blown up. I don't fucking like this grass here. (laughs) Front page. (laughs) Please change my hairstyle. You know, trees in video games are so indestructible that in order to cut one down, you have to complain about it online. (laughs) Here's a bit of of what he said. I'd glance out and see an exit and head there only to be met with the tree, but I'd keep forgetting about it and I'd repeatedly just smash into it. Stop forgetting about it. It's such a small issue, I know. Like this one tree in some irrelevant part of one map, but it serves (laughs) no purpose. It's too small and thin for cover. It's directly in the middle of a big pathway from the river. Replace it with a rock or something that won't snap my helicopter's blades in half. You see, that's that, that's the problem I have with video game trees. Like, small, thin trees versus helicopter blades. Yeah, it's like, why that's, is this that's tree murdering me? That's not a matchup in real life, guys. It's like, you know, don't stay, bend before the wind so you don't stand tall and break. Like, no, I'm going to break your helicopter blades. <laughs> Excuse me while I not while I don't budge from this place <laughs> and ruin your life. <laughs> I'm sorry that helicopter needed to go places, but I'm a tree. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> so this could be one of our first few uh, instances of user-generated removal. Yeah, it's a little nuts. I don't know. Anti-content. Anti-content. <laughs> like, please add this function to the game. Please remove tree. <laughs> remove the tree. It's too much. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. It's, that's really funny. And really kind of nuts that that happened. I kind of wish the patch notes just just read tree removed. And, just ended and that's there. it? That's and it. Don't yeah. tell you anything about yeah. what map is. <laughs> a tree has a tree been removed. removed. If you can find it, <laughs> remove, the, remove the single tree from the map. <laughs> no, not even that. Just tree removed. Did they put the rock there? As he mentioned. You know what? They didn't They didn't specify. Damn. I hope somebody else now says, I want this rock removed. Could this rock be placed here, please? 
We have to balance else, the anti-content. Someone else come and play. I was walking along this pathway, and this rock just made me walk around it. <laughs> Please don't move this rock. <laughs> it, it clipped into the terrain, and I was having trouble getting over the geometry. I had to walk around it. Please remove this rock. <laughs> Next patch note, rock removal. <laughs> it's probably like a <laughs> we agree with you. It's <laughs> probably like four dozen requests for that per that permit per minute per minute. Per minute. <laughs> now it's like we can remove whatever we want, guys. Yeah, I don't like the sun. It's too hot. The developers are really like probably like, why did we do that? <laughs> I wish we could remove the sun. It is too hot. Replace replace the skybox with nothing but pictures of Barney the dinosaur eating cotton candy. Do it. That's a weird uh, picture. Sure, whatever. <laughs> It is pretty weird. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you just hand waved that off. Replace the entire floor with lime jello. Okay. That's weird. Nope. That <laughs> sounds alright to me. Well, you're not gonna eat the floor, man. Uh he could. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can eat the floor now. It's not easy or desirable. Enough! Okay. Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> Hot floor devouring action. <laughs> Barney the dinosaur. Only here at 4205. <laughs> so on, on the heels of this user-generated anti-content, there's actually been some uh, user-generated content stuff that's been popping up in the news. Oh, yeah. Some, <laughs> some anti-content from uh, non-users. <laughs> so so let's, uh, let's hit some music and turn it around after the break. All right, so we have... Uh, I guess you could say a residual E3 announcement because we didn't actually talk about this on our episode, but Bethesda did come out with the Bethesda Creation Club, which is their second attempt to try to monetize people's mods for their games. They called it a club, though, so well, that makes it better. Uh, it's not exactly um, trying to monetize mods. I think it's... It's... Maybe it's certainly has the veil of you know giving people the idea that they're getting uh, support for their mod creations through this service which is not a bad so, thing to get but it's but because they've done because they've done this in the four people because they've done this before people are like you know start you know throwing up the red flags like hold up wait a minute you know I see what you're doing here mm -hmm. I see where this can go if you get all your mods if you get all the user mod support into this then you can suddenly like Flick a switch and like okay, this costs money now. Yep. Yeah. You know, so people are like yeah, yeah, already yeah, calling them out on the bullshit. It's understandable. I mean, we've had this debate before too. Yep. From what I recall, mm -hmm. where you know there's a there's a there's a line, <laughs> and they have to be very careful how they walk across it. Yeah. Well, I mean, or they will not walk across it. I should say, just tread it rather. People see these mods all over the place, you know. Um. When developers throw like full mod support into games, it's generally heralded as a fantastic decision. Like people are universally praising them for like, we're glad you're doing this. This is great. Uh, like the free mods are great. Let everything just roll in. Let the people take what they want. And it's obvious to see why the publishers and developers would want to get a you know a slice of that yeah. action with some money in that. And we understand that's. You know, business. Yeah, it's business. They see something that could and be profitable. Before, they want to something profit that they it. created, even. Yeah, too. and like, not only that, I think the people that does put a lot of hard work into these mods should get compensated. They deserve. For they it. deserve something. They deserve something. I mean, there is a slippery slope there. Where's the line? There's the, yeah, 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 exactly. It's like where do you draw the line here? I mean, is that donation button enough? 
a lot of times, no. Mm. I've I've played hundreds of mods in my numerous PC games, and I've never donated. Yeah, ones. I <laughs> I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie and say I have, or that I've had the desire to. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I appreciate the hard work, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's still you know a free mod you're putting out. Yeah. I mean, you're putting a lot of hard work into it, and I can certainly appreciate that. And if you're not gonna charge for it. Frankly, I'm not going to pay for it. Mm. So I think the publishers are starting to see that. Like, people will buy this. People will get this for free. Mm-hmm. So how can we make this so that we can trick them into paying for it? Put ads on every mod. Mm-hmm. Really? That's oh. Install them, and then you get an ad in no, game. shit. I'd rather just pay for it. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. You see... Just like where Sega says, yeah, for two dollars you can remove all these ads from these free games we just gave you. Yeah, I'd rather not. I'd rather not play it then. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there you go. <laughs> Sega games, but now you're going to take the precious Skyrim mods that people can't live without. Skyrim is unplayable without mods. I, I mean, Skyrim is unplayable with mods. Because <laughs> oh. I've never seen anybody play Skyrim if they have mods. I only see them. Cool, I got these mods for Skyrim. I'm going to log onto the game, look at it. And then turn it off. Exactly what I did. <laughs> wow, this looks great. See what will break my PC. So I just like putting stupid shit on things. <laughs> yeah, you know. And then if you enjoy putting stupid you shit, get, on you things, get Macho Man Dragon. Wait, you get or like, cha- or like changing my TF2 heavy minigun to sound like Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. <laughs> Do you want to pay for those stupid things? No, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I really, really don't. I mean, at the end of the day, they're still stupid things. Mm-hmm. Um. But this is where it's headed. It's going there, mm. whether we like it or not. We can find it all we want. Just a question of when. Mm. It'll get there eventually. Somebody yeah. will figure out the magic formula. Or they'll just, or they'll just, one day they'll just say, you know, screw it. Our game is popular enough. We're just going to do it this way. <laughs> and then other publishers will be a jump on board and say, well, they're doing it. They're getting all the heat for it. Now let us do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like season passes? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> That's a good example. You know, one one company did it. They got a lot of flack for it, and then suddenly everybody else did it, and now it's the norm. Mm. We Who's just fault don't, is that? We still don't Us? like it. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, it is our fault. No, 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 no. Who invented the season pass? I have no clue. Who knows? It's called it's Duty. My, it's my EA thing. Yeah. I don't Probably. think it was EA. No, no, I don't think it was EA. EA had the multiplayer pass. I think it was that was that was I think bad. it was that, uh, two, that went away though. Or Activision. I think it was I think it was Take Two. With uh, the first time I Bioshock? saw Shock, the first time I saw Season Pass was uh, was on Borderlands. Uh, that's yeah, that's the that was first it. instance I, that's I don't the, even remember that. That's the first instance I've I've heard, I can remember of a You're Season right. Pass DLC package. That was with the uh, the girl, the um, damn, I forgot her name. Her Coliseum thing, right? Mad Moxie. Yeah, Mad Moxie. Mm-hmm. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. Because they promised DLC. They're like, here's a season pass. So you can have all the DLC, like pre pre purchased. Could pay game. less for it overall. And yeah. And you I'm, don't know what's like, coming out. And even then, I look and I'm like, I'm not sure I'll be playing this game long enough for all the DLC. Yeah. You know, so I thought it was. I thought it was like, okay, it's just kind of a kind of a cash grab here. I didn't really see any. Uh, didn't really see any evil intent behind it, mm-hmm. but then everybody started doing it. 
Now you can't even get the Breath of the Wild DLC without buying the season pass. Yep, you ha- now you have to buy the if like okay, if you have to buy the season pass for the DLC, that's a problem. Yeah. That's where the problem is. If you can't individually purchase the DLC, that that makes me mad. Especially when you lock like hard mode behind DLC. Please don't. That please don't. Fucking sucks. Please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> please don't have like features like that behind DLC. Please well, don't do that. Too late. Yeah, they did it. It's happened. So, <laughs> so take two shut down this really really useful modding tool for, for GTA, GTA Five. I don't think it was just for GTA Five because apparently this modding tool has been in existence for uh, over a decade now. I've uh, I've actually used used it for GTA Four Open Four Open, open four. IV Open Four wanna. probably Open Four <laughs> Open Four Come on <laughs> Let's remember what the, what this was used for Okay I mean it could um, be Open IV but it's not <laughs> I mean and it's um it's a very robust tool Yeah for uh, modding hmm. I've seen some it's kind of like it's kind of like mods, a, man I'm tell you. It's kind of like a mod, like, multi-tool. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, where you can, like, like, incorporate other things into, mm-hmm. the like, the general engine. Much like the, uh, the the Nexus mods for, like, Skyrim mm-hmm. and The Witcher and stuff like that. Right. Does it let you put Omnigel on everything? <laughs> Slap Omnigel on it and call it a day. So this this was kind of like the uh, the gateway mod. Yeah. The one that, that allowed things to be possible. Yes. All right. And they shut that down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no more mods in this game for you. So they basically shut down an entire modding community by like just completely obliterating the usefulness of the tool. Now, why would they do this? Because they sold eighty million copies. Because they're the popular. They're the they're the guys that got the popular game that could do whatever the hell they mm-hmm. want to. Yep. I mean, there's already some wild shit that they've done for GTA Five as far as like the DLC has gone. They, like, like they've selling really you a busted car. Well, not just that. Like, there's also like the fucking Hot Wheels shit, mm-hmm. where like it just turns into a goddamn cartoon. Right. So that's that's DLC though. Yeah. So that's why they're doing this because they don't want users creating something for Better free than... that they're making people pay for. Mm-hmm. So that ties together. It's back kind to of the cheat codes thing. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't have cheat codes anymore. Yeah. Because of DLC. Yep. Mm-hmm. DLC is a cheat code. Hmm. I purchased the, pur- purchase the, uh, the cars raining from the sky package for 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. Oh, man. Well, now you have one company who is basically trying to embrace the mods and bring it on as a way to monetize it. And another company saying, we don't need your mods because we can monetize ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both are not really that user-friendly. No, yeah, it's, it's, and it's weird. One, has, one is disguised as something user-friendly. Right. The other one is just blatant. Yeah, we like, don't no. want you to do this. Yeah. So you think if they called it, because at the end of the day with the Bethesda thing, we are paying for mods. If they called this something different, would that alleviate a lot of the problems? I don't think whatever they called it is... It's gonna, it's gonna leave you no, anything. But in your head, you're like mods are free. Mods, Mo- mods are free. okay. Maybe mods, maybe it's not mods are free. Mm-hmm. User generated content mm-hmm. should be should cost as much as the user who created designates it to be. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to make a mod and sell it, obviously you'll probably need some, you know, legal permissions from the game you're modding. Mm-hmm. 
So you're probably not going to make any money off of that because there's probably some legal jargon that I can't prevents you from. Single mod I've ever downloaded yeah. that somebody said, "Hey, you have to pay for this." No, I can't either. Mm. That's probably a legal thing. Yeah. So you can put that donate button up there to yeah. say, "Hey, you know, support my work here. I do stuff on Patreon here, whatever. You know, I, I just live stream, do whatever. I don't know. Well, I don't know what modders do. <laughs> <laughs> I know they make mods." <laughs> They usually have like a little PayPal donate button yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. But they they keep coming out and some of them are extensive. Some of them are some of them are like amazing texture packs. Yep. For like Skyrim. Like a complete overhaul of the game. It's Entire ridiculous game. how some of these things can get. I, and, and they don't charge any money for it. I have it. a mod for Mass Effect One that makes the game look like Mass Effect Two. <laughs> There's the Final Fantasy VII mod that makes the character models look normal instead of Popeye. That, that mod is pretty damn interesting too. Mm-hmm. Someone worked on that. Someone took time out of their life to labor into this knowing it wasn't going to make them a dime. Mm -hmm. Knowing that. And they still did it. This is why I'm kind of on the fence with the whole the creation club for Bethesda. Because yeah. I, I really do feel like these guys deserve you know compensation for their hard work. Right. But... But the guy that the, the guy that makes the low texture turn faces into butts mod <laughs> does not. Does not. <laughs> you know, a lot of these people... It's one of those things where, you know, Theo, as as an artist mm -hmm. yourself, uh, you want to you want to do a job for somebody and they want to pay you an exposure. It gets very difficult trying to um, charge for your work because then you want to you want to do your time versus how how much they are willing to pay for it, and then as you said, exposure. Because I, I did a I did a card for somebody the other day and. I undercharged her, but I knew she knew a lot of people, so my work would get out there. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like the same things with these modders. That's why I, I really could sympathize with their their plight. A lot of these modders can turn what they do into jobs. Yes, because uh, of what they do. The it guys that the guys that made Dota, yeah, turned it into a job. Was it mm -hmm. Portal uh, a mod? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Portal was a mod. Yes. Yeah. 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 Valve their success to mods. <laughs> Counter-Strike was a mod. Mm -hmm. Yes. I would say more importantly, Counter-Strike yeah. was a mod. And Team Fortress was a, was a mod of a mod. <laughs> yeah. The, the, we have Steam mm -hmm. because of user-generated content. Yep. That is the reason for that. So, I mean, I'm not using that as a, as a statement to say that mods are, you know, and always should be free. Mm-hmm. But they are and always should be free. <laughs> but not because of creative counter-strike. Yeah. <laughs> well, because who's to say that someone can't look at a mod and just go... Well, also... <sighs> so, say someone creates the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like someone creates the next, the next big thing. The next Dota or whatever. Yeah. You know, how can they protect themselves financially if the company just says, Oh, that's cool, we're going to use that now. Mm -hmm. And they can't do a fucking thing about it. Sometimes then they make their own. Listen, I think, I think if somebody's trying to do that, if they're trying to create the next Counter Strike based off of, I don't know, um, let's say they make, let's say somebody makes a like an FPS campaign out of, I don't know, Overwatch, mm -hmm. right? I, I I think that whoever would do that would like Blizzard to say, hey, we're adopting this. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I think I think they would like that. I mean, I'm sure they want some compensation compensation money for it. You know, maybe at the very least a, a job offer. You know, they want something for it. Yeah. But, but yeah. that's a that's 
that's a likely scenario. But what happened if like somebody just say, ah, cease and desist that shit? They could that could happen too. Yeah. And in fact, that's more likely to happen yeah. now than, than you know. Um. They could still they could still cease and desist and do all those other things. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's, it's a yeah. it's a tricky whole scenario. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, a modder is going into this knowing that what what they do is not necessarily going to be owned by them. Yeah. Or financially viable. Yeah, financially viable. Because I mean, it goes hand in hand. Because if they owned it, it would be financially viable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's harder. To cre- it's harder to create than to, it is to modify. I mean, <laughs> so we've had these mod tools for because technically, I. If you, if you go way back, Blizzard has had a very good history of providing tools that you can use to mod the experience. Uh, map editor. It's gotten worse as time has gone on, mm-hmm. but you know between the map editors and uh, Warcraft, World of Warcraft support for mods, although they didn't really hand hand anybody the keys to the truck, but it was there. Uh, yeah. To, to the point of the StarCraft 2 map editor, which is so good that you could just make an entire game out of it. Yeah, that's true. But you can't really monetize it. Mm-hmm. Where they had the WarCraft 3 map editor, which spawned Dota. Uh, Blizzard, instead of bringing Dota on, they decided that they would kind of play coy. And then the Dota guys just said, oh, what's that? Steam, you, you want... You want us to? Okay, sure. We'll we'll do it ourselves. Hmm. Uh, and then Blizzard is forced to have to make their own Dota clone, which is ironic considering that their game spawned Dota. I think it's very hilariously ironic. Oh yeah. Yes. Hilariously ironic. So it's, it's amazing. Like we have, you know. It's amazing we have games in more than one genre that respond for mods. Mm-hmm. That, in fact, one a mod created Invented a whole a new genre. genre in itself. It did. It's amazing what these things can do, and to monet to monetize it, I think takes away uh, a lot of that potential. Yeah, I mean, even modern developmental and and production sensibilities kind of take away from that potential I think. Mm. I don't think you could see that anymore. I see more I see more cease and desist coming out. I see more, you know, official tools being released like the map editor. Um you can have like indie games, you know, like say hey, go nuts with the go nuts with our game, we don't care. Mm-hmm. That might that might happen, you know. Um take say Bonnie of Isaac again, for example, like he that developer takes Mods and incorporates them into his base game. Mm-hmm. He uses that. That's kind of like a crowdsourcing thing. Yeah. That's one way to. That's one way to take your mods and sort of like um, enha- enhance your own product. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you cherry pick what you like and add it into your base product and say, here, like we're, we're adding this to our game. Uh, here, throw us some more money if you haven't played it already. Here, take a look at this cool thing we did. Mm. Buy our game. So something like that. So like crowdsourcing your material. There's another way to take take mods and not really have to monetize them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, sure that works for smaller developers, but you know, larger developers are harder to do that stuff for. And also more likely to be able to profit from it. Right. I guess I gotta see mods pretty much going the ways of like expansion packs, 
remember old expansion packs of PCs? They just put that out for free. Now DLC came out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, fuck expansion packs. We'll just charge for this now and call it something different. Well, the expansion packs that I played, you had to pay for. Oh, yeah? Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still proper expansions. What, like Beyond the Dark Portal? You had to pay for that. That yeah. wasn't free. <laughs> Brood War? Brood War. That wasn't free. Brood War is worth it. Yes. Fuck yeah, it was. Is worth it. <laughs> so, uh... Absolutely it was. I got a question. What's your guys' favorite mod in any game that you've played? Probably, as I mentioned before, the Mass Effect 1 mod that makes it look like Mass Effect 2. Because that game is not pretty, but... <laughs> if it looks like <laughs> no, Mass Effect 2, it's, it's alright. It's a little janky at points, but... If it played like Mass Effect 2... Mm, yeah, I guess. The movement in Mass Effect no, I know, 2 is I know what you mean, yeah. Huge upgrade, because... I kind of like that jank from 1. Mass Effect 1 is very janky. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very unpolished. It's a nice way of saying it. Alright, let's keep going. Uh, NOTD for Warcraft 3. It's like a... Outrun a mod, but it's, a, it's essentially a, a game that was invented on Warcraft 3 mm-hmm. uh, and it's just this amazing like survival it's a survival point and click horror game where you're, you know, you, you control one unit and you're rolling in with a bunch of friends hmm. and you're surviving you know zombie apocalypse in a city hmm. and it's awesome so NFTD stands for Night of the What? Uh, it's <laughs> Night of the Dead okay <laughs> is it a I should have guessed that is it, so this is basically like the invention of the horde mode? yes actually Cool. Kind of like Left 4 Dead? Uh, a little bit like Left 4 Dead, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just point and click, because it's on Warcraft 3, right. but still, like, yeah. So it was like the Warcraft 3 equivalent of you being in StarCraft against, like, with with a friend, against, like, a bunch of Zerg AI. Yes, on, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, know, I, I know how you like that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because and it's so much fun. Like, And, you know, any time that someone invents, like, some kind of map or, or mods it in StarCraft where you play, like, Impossible AI, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you win. <laughs> Stuff like that. But 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 NOTD. I played a lot of NOTD with friends of mine. That game was a goddamn blast. And there's even like a newer version that was released that was even better. Well, that NOTD Aftermath. Probably still be able to play it. Actually, it's a, it's a pretty great game. Mm. A lot of fun. I imagine there's a lot of Dota on the Warcraft Three servers <laughs> right now. <laughs> still. More than likely, yeah. Joe is your favorite mod. Team Fortress? No, it's not. Okay. I didn't actually play Team Fortress Classic. Wow. Yeah. All right. What is it? My favorite mod is a mod for Skyrim, where you would, instead of, like, pressing a button to activate the voice command, (laughs) you would say the voice commands, and a speech-to-text program would put it into text, (laughs) and then it would input a command in the game to cast the shout that you spoke into the microphone. Huh. Okay. Did it work? It took a lot of it took a lot of setup, but yeah, it worked. Nice. It worked. Cool. And, and there was like a slight delay, you know, between you know speaking the command and the activation, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun, and it didn't have to like switch back and forth between shouts. Yeah. Set up any like hotkey macros or anything. I just say the word, and there it was. Didn't really work for all of them. Mm. But, you know, the one it didn't work for, I just put in the hockey. 
And you have to, and you'd have to say it phonetically too. Really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I thought you could fudge it. No. <laughs> it Wait, is that be, one? It needed to be precise. <laughs> That's text to speech, right? Yeah, <laughs> text to speech back in what? It was kind of like 2013. Uh, like, like that. four BC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be at this point. Twenty twenty eight twenty fifty eight Skyrim released for the PS eight. <laughs> Yeah, that was my favorite one. I had a lot of fun with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me laugh. That one sounds pretty cool. <laughs> you got one? Yeah, my favorite mod is a World of Warcraft mod called Soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> Which probably extended my playtime of that game into years longer than I would have if I didn't have it. Because mm. it allowed you to take an MP3 and put it into Warcraft. And it would function as a zone or battle music. You know, it would dynamically play your music depending on where you were. Did you have to set it up like that or did it have like algorithms to... It had, a, it had an interface. Okay. A very simple interface that you could just attach songs to events. Mm. So you could put on a song that would play when you're riding a griffin mm-hmm. or when you mount up or when you enter battle or the intensity of the battle. So if it was a, considered a boss, you could have a different set of music. Mm-hmm. And... You you never know how much you really appreciate the songs that you hear in other games. Yeah, <laughs> I had this library of about five hundred songs mm-hmm. that were just all from different games mm. into a, like... an amalgamation into Warcraft, <laughs> and it worked very well. That sounds like uh, a lot of the the PC game uh, Rebel Galaxy, where you could put in your custom soundtrack. Yep, and I just put the whole Cowboy Bebop soundtrack in it, and it fits. Yeah. Because like, oh, okay. that's because that game is Cowboy Bebop, the game. I mean, I would always like when I was playing Fallout Three, mm-hmm. and you know, I was playing Fist of the North Star music. <laughs> <laughs> you are shocked. That's right. Son. <laughs> yeah, I, I was essentially playing Ken Shiro in that game. Yep, so. I I definitely appreciate uh, custom soundtrack mods and custom soundtrack abilities. Not to say that I don't appreciate the music that people make for their games, but. You like your music. I like to be able to customize my mm-hmm. music sometimes. And, yeah. You know, it works out. I don't think the, that mod would work now. What, soundtrack? Yeah. You mean, like, physically broken, or you don't think it would... Well, I don't think they like allow you to add any of your own music or sound effects into the mods now. Well, they never did. You actually used a Python script uh, to bypass it. Okay. Hmm. So, uh, I know GTA 3 had a pretty cool... Oh yeah, the MP3 uh, player, oh, MP3 yeah. player yeah. thing, you know, things like that. I, I like. Was, I think that was base game though. I think. Well, it was, yes, it wasn't. It wasn't really a mod, but it allowed you to customize mm-hmm. your your sound. So, and that was nice. I I appreciate things like I appreciate mods that give me more options within the game to just expand the game the way yeah. I want to. So. Absolutely. I enjoyed that. I enjoy mods. I think we all do. Yeah, definitely. I like the I like the ability to enhance my. Like someone like, I like the idea that somebody out there has the same problem that I do with a game, but is more uh, <laughs> more, more okay. entrepreneurial, as it were, or uh, having more of the wrong ambitious, to, yeah, and yeah. had, had, had uh, more I, of. I a, think it's more know how. Yeah, the really ambition. Had the wherewithal to try and fix it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen some silly shit though too, that I've wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Like anytime somebody mods a superhero into a GTA game. Yeah, like well, you know, too bad. Iron, like the Iron Man armor. Sorry, no more modding in GTA games. Well, we'll GTA anymore. Four, yeah. not five. 
Well, I think uh, this extends. I think the, this extended the, the, yeah, this two. because of the tool was, oh. that was being used. I think this this hit really extends back to four. That's a shame. Yeah, I definitely always want to try the Iron Man armor out in GTA Four, <laughs> or or play as Superman. Well, Hulk. Now you'll just have to download the Iron Man DLC. Yep. <laughs> For five ninety nine. Oh my God! Please. Or no. or maybe they'll retrofit open. IV and turn it into open III <laughs> and then they'll make it work with GTA 3. Open III Club. <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. I forgot I need to move iTunes up on the list because I'm actually going to move it up on the list. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Reddit. As always, evilavatar.com, brandonmelendez.com, formerly Maglomaniac. Now, he is just himself. Mm. I can only be myself, but I am me. You are the best you that you can be. Damn right. I lied. Also the worst. He's, he's not very good at being him. Mm. I think I could be a better him. I don't know if that's possible. I think you know, I could. I make a lot of bad jokes. Yeah. I'd love to see you try to be a better me. Most inappropriate times possible. Hey, I've gotten better about that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, boy. Comment withheld. 4205 cast off. <laughs>